Back to the J and Kale show presented by Dev 104.9 WPXM Paxton Rantoul. It's been a minute. Took about a week off. I needed some uh, time to get some homework and stuff done. Had a lot coming at me there at once. So felt good to uh, get a break, Jay, but feels even better to be back. Yeah, absolutely. Lots of stuff going on while we were on our little bit of a break. And then obviously a pretty big game for our Atlanta going on right now as we record. We have a lot going on. Um, first thing, while we're on halftime, uh, the Illini are up by well, four over Penn State at Happy Valley. So the defensive end, uh, the Illini look really good right now. Yeah, I mean, usually, I mean, that's what we talk about. You know, our uh, solid defense gives us more than uh, most teams may get chance-wise when it comes to offense to kind of make up for things. So, uh We've uh, been known to not shoot very well, but our defensive effort usually, for the most part, keeps us in ball games. And obviously, pretty good to see number eleven back on the floor for us. So number eleven, Io Desunmu was a uh, game time decision. Obviously, he had that uh, horrific injury. We didn't talk about that. Uh, the other, well, we didn't talk about it because we were taking that break. But uh, he suffered that injury against uh, Michigan State and the uh, home loss, one point home loss last week. Uh, looked uh, worse than what it turned out to be. The MRI, obviously, by now, everybody knows. He's back on the floor. There's no structural damage, so that's uh, good to see. Um, whether he's 100% or 80%, I'll take the 80% over no I.O. Yeah, I mean, he, you can just tell. I mean, for those that follow the Illini pretty close, and, I mean, even for those that don't, if you've seen any games this year and uh, the game where he was not on the floor with us, it's night and day for this team. Just the confidence everybody has. You can tell body language, efficiency, execution, all of it. I mean, it's a scary thing that, you know, one guy means that much to a team that's had this much success. But, I mean, a spade's a spade. You got to call it how you see it. And we definitely need him on the floor if we're going to have a chance to make any type of run come March. So. The purpose of today's podcast is to do 100% live reactions. We haven't done this in weeks. Um, Jay and I agreed to watch the first half, and then we are going to podcast the second half. I'm on a delay because, once again, I'm on streaming services, uh, so Jay's going to be a few seconds ahead of me. So if he gets a little more ampy before I do, that's be- <laughs> that will solve that problem. Um, so once again, that is the purpose of uh, today's pod is just 100% reactions. Jay and I are going to deliver our thoughts of the game, um, the second half, and break it down just a little bit after the second half. But uh, while we're in halftime, the uh, sign-stealing scandal, uh, the Astros, mm, their owner really dug them a deep hole. I don't know if you've seen any of that. Yeah, I mean, it was... Yeah, I mean, it wasn't good. I mean, all the apologies that I saw, I don't know how everyone else feels about them, but 
didn't seem to be uh, very sincere at all. Just kind of more of a, all right, I got in trouble. I guess we'll go ahead and, you know, apologize. More, more so because we have to, not because they really felt remorse. I don't know. That's how I felt anyway. And right. like said, their owner claiming he doesn't say things that he's on video saying during an interview about cheating not affecting the outcome. <laughs> yeah, it did. That that the Astros situation did not impact the game. Yeah. Uh, false. False that it did not impact the game. Uh, we're about to uh, kick off the second half. We know I know we should spend a lot more time on that, but you know basketball uh, is very quickly winding down on us uh, before the second half gets underway. We're going to bring you all the baseball coverage you can handle this summer, though, between Jay and I, because I think uh, that might be our two favorite sports. Uh, it's mine. I don't know about yours. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So once again, we'll uh, – We'll update everybody on our thoughts on the sign scaling. Not necessarily thoughts. We've already done that. But the, uh, this, you know, you've got some high-profile players now speaking out about it now that spring training's kicked off. You know, you Aaron Judge, Mike Trout, uh, guys of that stature, Christian Yelich, uh, anybody else that's really involved in, in the sport has uh, said their piece on the sign-stealing scandal. Uh, but anyway, moving on. Jay, this broadcast sucks. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of this all-access stuff. I mean, there's been some good stuff, I guess, from the coaches, Mike. I mean, it's nothing that if you're a sports fan you've never heard before. In right. all honesty, like, I'm not – I'm tired of listening to Pat Chambers whine to the officials every time up the floor. He's constantly want travel, travel, foul this, foul that. I, I knew that's exactly how it was going to be. Listen to these guys. I mean, it's like – you Can know, you? There it is again. He's doing it right there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. He's complaining for a travel or a foul or this or that. And I just I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't what's, know. What's turning me off of it's the crowd noise. Number one, you have two of the best broadcasters that Fox has right behind Joe Buck. As much as that pains me to say that, but um, and you you can't even hear a word they're saying. There's too much crowd noise. The the coach cams I'm, I'm watching the game on 60 percent of my screen i don't know the this broadcast just is not one for me i just want to watch the game especially since this is a team that's near and dear to my heart i think is why i'm so upset about it absolutely it's i don't know it's just more so distracting i feel like yes I, that's it i don't it just kind of takes away from the uh, side of the game that you know, it's kind of a mystery to people on TV. You know, I feel like it's just kind of an etiquette or respect thing. Like, you don't really need to know everything that goes on in a huddle or, right. you know, stuff like that. I don't know. So, I guess I guess we have to deal with it, but I'm, with well, you. I'm, I'm not a fan at all. I'm kind of glad we're doing this. Um, I'm obviously, I'm still watching the game very intently. I know you are too, but now I don't have to listen to the crowd screaming. So I'm kind of glad that we're doing this tonight. <laughs> I mean, I'm yeah, real honest. Sure. And the Kofi hammer. I know. Right. Big time. I'm telling you, we're going to miss Feliz. That's, that's a fact. Yeah. Uh, Feliz and Underwood has said it himself. So these are his words. Feliz is a pit bull. And if I you watch him play motor on both ends of the floor, He'll sit there on the defensive side. He'll take a charge, 
in front of guys like Lamar Stevens, who's been utterly silent. Like right there, they're bringing two guys on him, which I love to see DeMonte shutting him down. But Feliz has got, like you said, a high motor, both, both sides of the ball. He'll take it to the rack. He'll get fouled. He'll make his free throws. And he'll sit on the defensive end and take a charge. I mean, that's just how he is. And he sets guys up. I think he's one of the best that we have at the inlet pass. Absolutely. He just, yeah, I mean, like you said, he's a bulldog. He does all the dirty work. He gets rebounds. He plays good defense. He, you know, I feel like he's probably the most consistent player on this team as far as when stuff's not going well, he's going to the rim. Yep. You know, he's not settling. He's not going to dribble the ball around. He's going to somehow find a way to the rim. Is it going to go in? Maybe not. But, I mean, he's going to give himself a way better chance from, you know, two to five feet than 15 to 20 feet. Right. The percentage of a two-foot shot compared to a 12-foot shot is probably, well, well astronomically higher and that is right. just a tough shot that uh he hit. i don't know who that is that no that's not Watkins. i don't know who that guard is right there but that's just a tough shot i mean that's a great closeout by io there's nothing you can do about that i'm gonna tell you one thing he's not in the game right now it's a different I story really wish i really wish that he was playing a lot better than he is but georgie michonchevilli is not helping us at all yeah, he is zero big. productivity from him. He's missed three or four layups today. He's turned the ball over, and it's kind of been the same thing the last couple of weeks. And I hope it's just a funk that he's in, because I really do think he can help us. But I mean, right now he just—I'm so disappointed. I don't know. I call. I kind of talked about it at the start of the year. Georgie had to deal with that huge transition going from the five to the four. He had a whole season in the Big Ten of playing the five. Kofi comes in. He gets pushed to the four. He can't shoot outside. Nobody respects him out there. They leave him wide open, so and rightfully so, because he's only hit like two or three threes on the season this year. And Trent's dribbling it off his legs. But Georgie has become a bigger detriment right now at the way it sits than he has made any type of impact. On the defensive end, I guess tonight he's playing a little better than he did against Rutgers. But that Rutgers game, <laughs> yikers. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. And, and I guess the defensive side of things is obviously good. Any productivity is better than no productivity. But, I mean, he just works He works so hard to be playing so bad offensively. Yes. Like, he gets an offensive rebound and he has a wide-open two-footer and he misses it. Or... Uh, Io or somebody drives to the rim and and pulls another defender off of him and it's a great pass wide open layup and it's a miss like that's happened twice tonight I'm just just aggravates me I just feel bad for the kid at the same time I'm angry about it yeah absolutely it's it's one of those things that Georgie is such a he he's the leader of morale for this team right he's the guy that you rely on to keep things light you know he's got a high motor he's always got a smile on his face so Georgie brings. You know, the that aspect to the team, which you need, really. It's a long season. And before I continue that thought, how many times or how many teams can you think of that your seven-footer is your best free-throw shooter? Not very many, I'll tell you that. Um, but anyway, Georgie, um, I, he brings so many things. His footwork is there. It's just not the last two or three weeks, it hasn't translated – 
to the game. So I don't know what's happening in practice what Underwood sees. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, maybe he's doing things well in practice. And, you know, like I said, he's done a lot of good things. I'm not trying to completely knock him or give up on him. But it's just the past week or so, you know, it's just been more harm than good. And, you know, a stretch of the season where it's pretty vital to our success, I feel like. And it's not going well, you know. We've dropped three straight or whatever it is now. and Four. You know, and if we're trying to get to 12 wins, and it's just, yeah. I just, you just hate to see guys, multiple guys, I guess. He can't be the only one. We're just kind of falling apart right now. I and wish if we would have had this skid like the first two weeks and then won nine or ten in a row. If you look at it, Penn State opened up on a skid like us. Michigan State has hit a skid. They've lost three straight. They didn't. They're 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 four and five in their last. You know, or excuse me, one and five in their last five. Um, their only win come against Illinois and Champaign. So the Big Ten once again. You and I have talked about it at nauseum this year. It's the Big Ten in the terms of basketball has been the best since the Gene Cady, Lou Henson, Bob Knight era, I feel. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Here we go, back in the huddle. I know. God, this is so bad, dude. It's so bad. You know, people, I'm scrolling through Twitter in the first half, looking at the reactions and the common consensus of everything that I'm seeing is stop. <laughs> I mean, just, yeah, just stop is, is what it is. Putting I it lightly. Like everyone's just, I feel like Fox is just trying too hard here. I do too. And I'm content with watching the game and listening to guys, you know, yeah. Are we going to have some backlash? At announcers or certain things they say, commentators, yeah, but what, what sport fan isn't, you know? Right. I'd much rather hear two guys converse and, you know, call the game rather than not necessarily dead airtime, but just, you know, a lot of negativity. I got to listen to Chambers complain every time, you know, he's whining about fouls and travels and this and that. And I mean, at least Underwood's coaching, you know, and trying to rally his guys and, Right. And like you said, it's it's like they go back and forth between microphones. It's like they go from the crowd to a coach to another coach because you see a coach screaming and yelling his lips moving, but you can't hear any of the mic feed or anything. I don't you, know. They, they cut the audio in and out, and it uh, when they see that they're saying something, they immediately go to that coach. Like right here, we're bouncing back and forth between Underwood and Chambers. And after the, immediately after the timeout, what they did in the first half is they'll bounce back to the announcers for four seconds, and then yeah. it's back to the back to the coaches' cam. It makes me feel like a WWE broadcast is what it makes it feel like. Yeah, this isn't even XFL stuff. This is worse. See, and I think that's who's starting the trend: the XFL. I agree, and. Everyone's like, oh, we got in, in-game in coverage of every little thing the whole game. This is kind of cool. I don't know, man. I feel like the XFL has to do that because, like we said, it's a bunch of misfit toys that can't make the big leagues. That are just trying so we, to keep their football hopes alive, which right. more power to them, so but have, still. 
absolutely. I still respect them trying to make it work, but I feel like the mic'd up stuff in the XFL is kind of trying to keep everybody intrigued because, you know, I'm sorry, but the level of obviously is not going to be as entertaining in itself as an NFL game or a Division One basketball game in the Big Ten. You know what I mean? Oh, no, the XFL isn't as close as entertaining as Division One basketball. Yeah, and I, I just feel like the, the the D1 basketball scene, excuse me, especially in this conference, doesn't need this every second coverage. Of, yeah, maybe maybe every, start this everything. Start this with uh, the the West Coast teams that over here in America, where you and I are in the heartland, it's two a.m. and we don't ever see it. Right, <laughs> kind exactly. of thing. You know what I mean? I don't know. Uh, 36, 32, 15, 40 left. Um, I've been worried about this game all day, just as an Illini fan, as a sports fan in general. Uh, being 17 and nine would be a lot nicer than 16 and 10. Yeah, absolutely. You don't the really, there's really at no point, you know, especially trying to make a run tournament wise, whether it be conference and or the dance, you really don't want to get to 10 losses, you know? No. You want to ten, stay under ten losses. Ten losses, you're pretty much your chances are almost eliminated. Yeah. And what a great defensive stop that is by Io to not let that oop happen right there. And if you're getting in with ten losses, you're, you're playing a very favorable seeds seed situation. You're almost a play in at that point. Yeah. For whatever reason, my feed keeps Which I'm going. eager to see how the committee this year, you know, rates or ranks a Big Ten team that led the league for a couple weeks, was at the top of the league for the majority of the year. But also, you know what I'm saying, in a really good conference, but also had some bad wins. I think a... Let's see, you know, whatever, 18, 19, and 10 Big Ten team may get in versus, you know, versus right. a, a different conference that has 10 losses. Well, I'm eager to see how it all goes, I guess. When, when it comes to the logic that you're talking about, and it makes perfect sense to me, but somebody that may not know what you're talking about is strength of schedule. And it all goes down to college basketball as to what that, that looming quadrant one win or loss. Right. You know, you could have technically, I guess you could lose 10 games, but have nine quad one wins and your chances of getting to the dance in March are still a lot higher than somebody that may have eight losses on the year with six quad one wins. Absolutely. And I mean, I feel like this is going to be a huge win that helps our, uh, will help our case if we can, you know, walk away from a win like this on the road against a top 10 team. For some reason, we just like to play good against top 10 teams. I don't know why we hide against everybody else. But It's that old saying of playing up to your competition and playing down to it. Absolutely. And in Illinois, the Illini this year, in both sports, football and basketball, have basically all season have done that, and that is another foul on Georgie. A moving yeah. screen. That is Park District stuff. I was waiting for you to see it. That is crazy to me, man. 
That's what I'm saying. He just Put that poor guy. He's just a he's just a crap magnet right now. There comes. I was talking to one of my family members about this. There comes a point when the level of play becomes a detriment. I just said it. That is detrimental. Every. Thank God he airballed that three. <laughs> Every play is crucial right now because we're only up by five. Right. And Griffin, Griffin, all hands team. Yeah, absolutely. We gotta, we gotta somehow find a way to keep Stevens under wrap because he has not shot very well or played very well offensively. And I got a bad feeling that he's really gonna try to start getting his. And obviously, as we've seen, he's a guy who can explode in less than five minutes and put up a lot of points. I'm I'm really hoping we can keep him under wraps defensively like we have so far. Did Trent just try to dunk that? Is that what I just saw? Was oh, Kipper. that was Kipper. That was Kipper. He's wearing a headband, too. Okay. I was like, okay, six-foot Trent Tiger tried to dunk that. That would have been pretty sweet, though. I'll tell you that. And here comes the unravel. Oh, it's on the floor. I'll tell you the other thing that's – you're going to see it here in a second, but – yeah, I'm sorry. I'm on this delay. No, you're I'm fine. messing you're the whole thing here up. in a second, but Kofi constantly leaving his man to try to block shots. Like, I'm a fan of him trying to block shots and be a ball hawk, but at the same time, as we have seen, if the primary defender or your teammate has a good beat on the guy who's trying to score, I don't know why we're constantly stepping off like that. In essence, lost us the game against Michigan State. Right. My my way of thinking is is right now in this same with the Michigan State game, in these two specific situations, Kofi's got two fouls. I think he might have. Yeah, he's got two. Yeah. He's in a little bit of foul trouble. Um. Maybe trying to shy away and trying to play some help defense isn't a bad thing, but at the same time, you're right. You got to rely yeah, on your no, guys and not I, try I guess, to. Yeah, I guess it's just kind of a double edged sword. It's like right. you let your guy who, you know, because we're known to be a pretty good defensive team. So do you let your teammate continue to play hard defense and hope that he can make a stop, or do you help off? Right. I yeah. guess it doesn't really matter, you know. I it just I guess it's that one play against Michigan State that's got me kinda nervous and then you're saying it again here. I know it's with twelve minutes left in the second half, but Well, Tennessee's or you know, the habits form. And that play that you're talking about, I think, and call me out if I'm wrong, is that Tillman flush. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, that uh and I want to say that that might have been Georgie on that Tillman flush. Yeah, I, you're probably right. I think Georgie sagged off a of Tillman, and that might have been a design play for Winston to go up and kiss that off the glass. And here we are. Here we go again. You know, we're we're uh, letting Penn State go on a run. Seven old run for Penn State. Now we can't stop a nosebleed. And that place is absolutely rocking. We're throwing the ball away. We're turning it over. I mean, oh, here we go. 
Hopefully they, we can just weather the storm. We got to have our own run in us, I would hope. Seven, no run, like you just said. It's 40 to 39, Penn State under 12. Almost got to call a timeout if you're Brad, I think. Yeah, if you Kofi's look. trying to, you know, Kofi gets a pass and tries to dribble. That Offense is something rebound, I don't know. Tries to dribble. I, I don't understand that. You're seven foot 290. If I was seven foot two ninety, I I would never dribble the ball unless I absolutely had to. I would stand there with my hands up, and just set it in the rim. Yeah, like if I have a one on one situation on the block where I need a couple dribbles to set myself up, then maybe. I don't know. I I guess you can't say you know how you'd act in that situation, but yeah, God, it's just aggravating. Well, Kofi, and I think that's what Orlando Antigua was telling him right here. Hey, just. Put it up. <laughs> you know, don't stop trying to do all this, you know, trying to create so much space down there. Just put it up. But Kofi, this is only his third year of organized basketball. That's true. And everyone forgets that. So do I. And Kofi, in my opinion, has been far and above the second best player on this team, right behind number 11. Yeah. I mean, he's a game changer. He's an impact player. Anytime he's on the floor, we're a, a better team than we are when he's not on the floor, you know? Same way with Io. Io being out, really missed that 15.5, didn't on Saturday, didn't we? Yeah, absolutely we did. We just, it's just scary how much different we look as a team without him on the floor. Jay, when he went down, I texted you this. And I'll find it if I have to, but I remember exactly what I told you because I sent that text to about 18 people. Season was over. That's I think that's exactly what I said verbatim. Season's done. Yeah, and it would have been. If he tore his ACL, we'd have went right back to the same kind of stuff we've been dealing with for the last two years without him. Not good. Turning the ball over, not being able to just, I don't know. It's just something about having the fourth quarter guy, right? It's just something about it. And when Io came down the floor against Michigan State, I thought that game was over. And if he didn't slip, that game was over. Absolutely. This time There's out. a stat coming up on the scoreboard. You're going to see it in a few seconds. Zero points and three turnovers in the last three and a half minutes of basketball. How about Why? it? I, I just... And maybe other teams fall into funks like this, but I feel like it's always us that goes on like a three, four, five-minute stint where we don't put the ball in the basket at all. You know, I would I could live with like a 7-2 to two run or a 9-2 or 10-4 yeah. or whatever. But when you're Something. going through these stints where you don't score at all, come on now. Great teams stop the bleeding. Yeah, absolutely. And now we're down one. I don't know if you've seen it yet, but nope. But I'm sure it's on this possession right here that I'm yeah. on. So I'm a pretty good. I'm almost a full possession behind you. All, but on that shot there though, that that kid just hit. I don't know who that was. It wasn't Stevens. What do you do about that? Yeah, no, I'm not saying you do anything. That's a good. That's a that's well good defended. Play. It's a Division one basketball player making a play. 
now here's the thing is a, like you just said, a division one basketball player makes a great play. Now you got to come down and you got to make a division one basketball player on the other end's got to make a play. Right. Exactly. It doesn't. Now we're down to eight seconds on the shot clock. We haven't even forced looked at, looked at Kofi. Now we got Allen out here at the top. Oh yeah, you're gonna see oh, what happens. Oh my goodness! Oh gosh! This defense of Penn State is just eating us up right now. Barf! Here you we remember? Go. You remember in Forrest Gump when they held up the sign that says "Stop for Stop"? Yeah. Huh. When Demonte touches the ball at the top of the key, we need to stop Demonte. Stop sign. The red, the reddest of red lights. Although he did tray one up the other night. There's Feliz again. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, I can't wait till you see that play. You're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. Playing transition. Oh, man. We've been talking about how important the squad. Another monster shot. He's, I just, you can't, I've run out of words to describe this man. And he's not going to get looked at by one NBA team. Why? Size. He's too small. That's exactly what these teams will shy away from him. It don't matter. I mean, just look at him. He's in there with the biggest guys on the floor pulling rebounds out. Is it oh, like size? Is in like oh, Io with the old. Oh, that's that's the one I was see. talking about. <laughs> okay, but no, when it back to Feliz, I think it's just because he's his height. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I I agree. Now that you say that, he probably won't get any looks. You know, they, uh, Carson Edwards did. He got drafted by the Celtics last year. Yeah. They're about the same height, and I think Feliz is twice the player. The only thing, like we talked about, is Edwards could just score it, man. He was just yeah. another one of those pure, pure scorer guys. But we need a good possession here. Oh, man. Be aware, listeners, there may be some dead air, but it happens. Beauty yeah, of- let's go. Oh, yes. This is huge, man. If we can go on a little bit of a run here ourselves, you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about again here. Probably another 15. I'm going to throw all of my stuff out the window, my TV, my iPad, my computer, everything, because I hate this delay. (laughs) I've been trying to, I've been trying to keep. Oh, you're good. Just go. Just let it, just unleash it. I don't care. I'll see it eventually. You're gonna oh, 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 hopefully it wasn't that by Io. No, you're going to see what it is here in a second. Oh! You seen oh. it yet? Oh! He's back. And one. He's back. I can't. If I scream, I'm in this uh, microphone. I will blow <laughs> everybody's eardrums out. Need another defensive stop here. He's back. Mama, there goes that man. How big that would be for us if we could just get another massive road win. I mean, we have to have the most – we have to have the best road wins. 
I would think. I mean, we got to be up there in the Big Ten with road records on the road, other than I guess the last week or so, up until the last week or so. Us in Iowa. Yep, Iowa. Which I'm excited for. What are we for that. now in the Big Ten? We fell to what? Six? Uh, sixth. And there's three teams that are nine and six. Yeah, right now, if it were to finish, we hold the tiebreaker over. Uh... Sorry, I was watching that play. We hold the tiebreaker over. Uh... Oh, man, I'm blanking. Wisconsin. That's right. Because we beat See, and then it's crazy. Like, you got a team like Ohio State who's down, like, mid-bottom of the pack in the Big Ten, and they crack, they crack the top 25 at 17 and 8 or something. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, so, here, while we're – This dude is unreal. <laughs> I have the standings as soon as I see it. That's a heck of a step back. Penn State's good. Wait till you see the step back on our end. Is it zero or 11? 11. Tell me that much. Oh, okay. I guess Allen's not even on the floor. It's 11 again. Dude's got ice in his veins. It doesn't matter any situation he's in. Have you seen it yet? Oh, skirt. Hello. Put him in the blender. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Oh, my. What's he? He's got at least twenty-one now. Yep. Uh, I mean, unreal. Oh, he's got twenty. Oh, Kofi! I thought he had. I thought he blocked it, but he got his arm, and that would have been right there. That dunk. If Stevens would have connected with that, there would have went. He'd have went off for twenty right That's there. What I'm saying, man, he just that he is a good. Me. That is a smart foul by Kofi Coburn to pick up his third. I know that. I'm well aware of that. But that is a genius foul. I don't know whether he meant to do it or not. But not allowing Stevens to hammer that home is an intel very intelligent play. Absolutely, that's huge. How about that? I don't know if he meant to do it, but uh. Heads up play from a freshman. So right now, uh, the Big Ten Conference, Iowa nine and six, Michigan State nine and six, Rutgers nine and six, Illinois eight and six, Wisconsin eight and six, OSU seven and seven. We own the tiebreaker over Wisconsin. MSU, if we win this game, we do not have the tiebreaker. The tiebreaker against Rutgers, it goes down to win percentage. And I th- and right now Rutgers has that at six hundred to Illinois five seventy one. I believe that's how that works if you do a one-and-one, one, you split, and you finish with a tie in the Big Ten, it goes to win percentage. But don't quote me on that. I'll tell you what's big for us, though, is I don't know what the rest of the league's outlook is conference-wise, and obviously the Big Ten is the Big Ten, and you got to show up and be ready to play every game. But I think we – could possibly have lucked out having Nebraska and Northwestern left. Yes. Uh, and I don't know what other teams have, but I think that could end up helping us if somebody goes on a little bit of a skid ahead of us. So The Rutgers, I don't, you know who Ken Pomeroy is, don't you? Yeah. Ken Palm, if you subscribe to him, great. If not, it, it's great basketball coverage if you don't, uh, especially when it comes to college basketball year-round. He has predicted Rutgers to go winless the rest of the year because Rutgers has the hardest schedule in the Big Ten remaining. 
and they have Penn State, Michigan State at Michigan State, Penn State in Happy Valley, and they have Iowa at home. Yeah, that's tough. And we've got Nebraska, Northwestern, Iowa, and Indiana, Ohio State. So, I mean, we got very winnable games. We just got to. While we're still in timeout, I'll go through it again. Uh, Nebraska, Monday night at home. Northwestern on Thursday, the 27th. March, Indiana and Champaign. Ohio State and Columbus. To end the Big Ten regular season, it is Iowa and Champaign on the 8th of March. Boy, I would like some sweet revenge there. I would, too, just because of what happened at the end of that game, too. Yeah, and I mean... One of my classmates is a huge Iowa fan, and he's from Iowa City, so yeah, I, 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 res, I respect it. Um, you can't, you can't uh, put Fran McCaffrey, you can't mic him up. That's exactly what I texted him at the start <laughs> of this game. I said, you cannot put that guy on a microphone. I've never seen somebody bash officials so much. Jeez. I'm not worried about that. Many, I don't think there's very many people that like Fran McCaffrey at all. I'd be worried about the FCC regulations that we might be potentially facing with old Mr. McCaffrey mic'd up. That ain't no kidding. I'm going to be honest. If I was coaching, you know how hard it would be for me? To not swear? Absolutely. At Let's any level. go. Uh, okay. I just saw the layup to... The half oop to Kofi. Oh yeah, you just wait. Forty. I've got fifty two forty five. Jay's ahead oh, of me. Oh yeah, you just wait. Fifty two forty five. Six thirty left in the second half. Jay's a little Until bit. Until you see a nice little back cut action. I'm backing up for my mic because uh, the way you're talking. A little back cut action. Seen it yet? I think it's this position. Oh, hello, Mr. Desunmu. And the foul, baby. You Going see him. One. He could put us up 10 right here. This is huge. Do you see him hyping up this crowd right now? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I love about him. And he knows it, too. He's like, when I'm on the floor, this is a different squad. Like, This is an NBA IO right now. And I'm going to be honest. I think. I mean, obviously, you got to credit our guys. Don't don't get me wrong; they're playing they're playing their butts off. But I think Penn State kind of laxed a little bit. I don't think they expected Iowa to play. Yes, and I agree with that. 100%. Their body language at home is not very good. They're not sharp, crisp, and and like I said, I'm not trying to take anything away from our guys, but you can just kind of tell that I feel like they thought they were going to kind of walk all over us a little bit. Well, you just saw it at Rutgers on Saturday. With no IO, this is a this is team is just not is not good. I mean, that's just there's no sugarcoat that they're not good without IO, and it sucks how much one team one player makes a difference. But there's just no way around it right now. And hopefully next year, Andre Cabello and you know Adam Miller, a blue chipper, are gonna are gonna change that. But you're right. That's exactly what happened. Is they saw what happened against uh, Illinois and Rutgers, Rutgers. Beat us by 20. No I.O. I.O.'s a game-time decision. Next thing you know, he's in the starting five. You think and we have Kofi next year or no? In my honest opinion, yes. 
I think he's going to end up in the same situation that Io was at the end of his freshman year. You go to the work, you go to the workouts, you listen to what they have to say. You come back, you work on what they tell you to do. And then you go next year. Yeah. I'm hoping that's what it is. Cause but here's the, here's yeah, the thing that scares me are. is yeah. the, the sheer size of Kofi. That's something that you can't teach. Mm-hmm. And the NBA could say, hey, we have an unmolded piece of clay right here. Yeah, and it's a lot different when it's your job, you know. Oh, yeah, you don't have to go to class. That's what I mean. Like, you can literally, they could, I mean, I'm you sure lift? they'd be willing to with the amount of money he'd be getting paid. But, I mean, you could literally stick that kid in the gym for hours upon hours upon hours, you know. You go lift. You put up 5,000 shots, go lift again, and you get in a cryo chamber. Yeah. And you can do it all again. That's what makes me nervous, but I seriously feel that he'll be back next year just because there's a lot of things that Kofi's got to clean up. Mm-hmm. Number one is around the rim because certain situations, it's uh, it's not pretty down there. No. I'm with you there. It just lacks a little bit of finesse. Something that uh, I wish Georgie could teach him, because Georgie's got the finesse, and Io just missed the one and one, or the rear end of the and one. Yeah, and they get Demonte for a foul that puts Stevens <sighs> at the line for a one and one. As long as he doesn't go so off now, at the next six minutes, we're okay. Right, and now instead of going up ten. He makes both, and we're only up seven. Now you pull. I don't mind being up seven, but you know now they're going to extend pressure. And your best defensive players got four fouls, which means Kipper's going to be on Stevens. Right? Yeah, like you got to have a game plan for Stevens, and at the same time, you got to have a game plan for Stevens. You can't. They got a couple of guys that can shoot, and that's that. That is the double-edged sword. Do you do you plan on shutting down Stevens and letting the guys shoot and letting Watkins have a heyday on the in the in the paint, or do you take out Stevens nineteen a game? What do you right. do? I'm with you. It's a tough decision to make. I mean, I feel like what I'm watching right now, Penn State is in a pretty similar boat. To yeah, us, like um, Stevens, you know, if he doesn't play well, I feel like they struggle a little bit, which, I mean, we kind of see tonight. I mean, I know he's still got 10, but still he's the guy that usually has a lot more. It's been a very quiet 10, though. It has, for sure. That... uh that was very well executed possession there by the Illini. You oh, beat the yeah. full court pressure. You come down, you bust the zone, you find the seam. And then, well, you haven't seen it yet, but. Oh, that's a lift. weak foul. That's yeah. weak. That's weak. This is, this is Big Ten basketball. Down the stretch a of a very. Fouls. Oh, that's aggravating in there. And a couple weak fouls. 
What did Trent do to him? I don't know. I don't know who this kid is, but I wouldn't mind having him on our squad. That kid that just missed that free throw. He's not a bad ball player. No, he's good. He does a lot of the dirty work. It's interesting. See if we can hang on here. We need uh we need a couple good possessions. Kipper does not know what play they're running. That's I mean, good how about to see. this? How about this Illinois team? I mean, we're I mean, we're going on the road. We're holding teams at home to, you know, way, way under what they normally score. Uh, we need a little bit. You know what's uh, just got to show a little bit of composure. I mean, we got guys that have played in the Big Ten for two years on, on the road. They know they're going to get good competition. I'm ready to see our guys step up one time. What's really making me happy is I was taking a couple of falls and a couple shots tonight, and it doesn't look like it's affected them. So maybe he is 100%. Oh, that's a bad, that's a bad defensive collapse. Oh, my goodness. <sighs> now they're back with them for 56-52, second half, four minutes. I am so tired of watching Pat Chambers scream and yell and <laughs> run on the floor during timeouts. Just whack the dude. Just whack him. <laughs> Here it comes. Yes. Like he can't, he, he's in the middle of the floor, out of half court. He's yelling at guys like Terry Weimer, who have been doing this forever. And all they talk about, Division One officiating. Oh, the guys give out technical fouls are the guys that get the biggest games. Well, yeah, give him one then. He's begging for it at this point. The uh, I uh, this just Pat Chambers has done this ever since he's been at Iowa. He's the next Fran McCaffrey. Yeah, I mean, or excuse me, Penn is. State. I don't know what it is. Like I understand. Like I'm just as intense, and I would probably be on people about some calls. Yeah, but. Why don't you talk to your stud like, hey, I can only yell at the referee so much. Like, you're an all-big, all-first-team Big Ten player, and you got nine points. And here <laughs> we are playing at home against a team that we should beat. Against you know, a team I'd that's struggling. I kind of look at my team a little bit and say, hey, I can only complain so much. Sometimes, you know, at some point, you guys got to step up and produce. But it all goes back to exactly what you, you pointed out about five minutes ago. They were not expecting Nio to be on the floor. And that's, right. I think that's really what it's boiling down to. Yeah, I think you're, I, I, I would agree. I, you hit the nail right on the head with that take, and I I think you're right. I don't know. I just kind of the way they, they're just kind of sluggish. I don't know. I don't know what it is about this team that people just, maybe they don't mean to look like they do. They just overlook. Yeah. I mean, you can tell by the body language in this huddle right here. I know you're way ahead of me, but they just just look distraught, disgruntled. Chambers is yelling at his best player right now in Stevens. And, I mean, none of them just look like they want to be on the floor right now. Right. Which, that's a good thing to see. This is a key, key possession for us. Yeah, it's timeout. We got three timeouts. I don't know who has the arrow. 
think we have the arrow. Yep, we do. Because the hey, there was a jump ball. We got the ball to start the half. Jump ball. Gave that. Yep. So we have the arrow. We're in a pretty good situation if we can just run good offense right here. Go to the rim attack. Even if we don't make it, you get a foul. You know, you're still shooting one on one. Here we go. Uh, come on now. Please, baby. See what he's got. Let's go. Let's go. Huge. Now plus defense. Man, I hate I just I hate that you're behind. I hate that for you. No, you're you're good, bro. <laughs> you're good, man. I deal with this all the time. You're gonna know what I'm talking about though. The guy we talk about, he's got a motor, he never goes away. Ever. It's huge for this team. Did you see it yet? Hang on. I'm, I'm almost there. Oh, man. He just doesn't quit. I mean... Oh. I stop. stop. Get a stop. Get a stop. Get a stop. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Now you slow down a little bit. Yeah, you know, now we're under three. The pressure's all on them now. But let Next them foul, make the we're mistakes. In the bonus. Next power in the bonus. We have the arrow. I mean, everything is looking up. If we can just play solid defense and get one stop. Oh, no. Rebound the ball. Oh, no. Let's get it. This is crazy. This is crazy. I did, I knew this was going to happen, Jay. This game was going to happen. I, we can't, as Illini fans, watch one game where my blood pressure isn't 600. My heart's racing right now. See, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, it's all in our favor. Have you gotten to the crazy part yet? Oh, that's a wide open three, and he missed. Yeah, and guess what happens next? <laughs> I don't know, but judging by your reaction, I think it might be a good thing. Yeah. You got it to the part where we get the ball back yet? We're about to inbound. We are? Yeah, we are. Yeah, so that big turnover, you know what I mean? They threw it away. I was bringing the ball up now on my screen. Yeah. So you are, you're right. You're about a possession behind. We just got to stay solid here, man. I'm telling you. You need one stop. You just, one stop wins you this game. Yeah. You're right. Stopping a score. Oh, Trent. Oh, Trent. I know. I just really hope we don't blow this. I just saw the Kofi goaltend. Yeah. The problem is, is minute 39... Is all day. Right. 
And Underwood still has three timeouts, and Chambers has two. I think now Underwood has two now. Yeah, he just called one. All right, I just got to the timeout. That's where I'm at. One thirty-two, second half, Illinois 58, Penn State 54. Yeah, there's our look at there's the remaining schedule. Nebraska, Northwestern, Indiana, Ohio State, Iowa. So we have one, two, three at home and two on the road. That is a very favorable schedule for the Illini. Absolutely. Especially the next two. Hate to be that way, but the next two are we need a bucket right here. Bad. Yeah, I guess I should be worried about getting through this game first before I start worrying about Nebraska Northwest. No, you're good. I mean, it's just one of those things. I mean, we're up four. It's yeah. not an absolute, like, dire thing that we need one, but at the same time, it's... Oh, it's pretty dire. Yeah, I mean, it is, but it's not because, I mean, we're still going to get the ball. We have the arrow. Yeah, we're going to get the ball. We have the arrow. And like you said, next foul, we're in the bonus. Double bonus. Right. I think Underwood's on his 17th bottle of water over there. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, got the, I got the ball. I'm on the shot clock. I was up at the top of the key directing traffic, basically. Yeah. You're help. Not gonna like, you're not going to like Help. Help. Oh, Kofi. Oh, my man. Oh, man. He's straight up. He's straight up. I know. I saw the same thing. I didn't think it was a foul. Let it go. Here we go. This is what Big Ten basketball is all about. <sighs> Get him off. See if we can do it. They're both straight up. I know, that's what's crazy. You see it on the replay, and it's it's nuts. It really is. We just need to get to the rim here. Well, they're doubling Io. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Give it to Fleas if they're doubling Io. It ain't rocket science. Yeah, absolutely. That's huge. That is absolutely huge. Hang on. I, I'm not going to say it. I'm just saying. I I'm just saw the free throw. I'm not going to say it. You're going to see exactly what's going to happen. You're going to know what I'm talking about, and it's our guy once again. Never quits on this team, ever. MVP, Big Ten Player of the Year. Give it to him now. I haven't seen what happened yet. Wrong guy, but I still think he should get – if he has the next couple good games, he should get Big Ten Player. I'm talking about the guy with the motor. He does all the dirty work. You're going to see what I'm talking about here in a second. He's in there fighting for rebounds, pulling rebounds out of six guys. He And there can't even be six guys on the floor. He's, so did you see what happened because of that now? Yeah. Jump ball, we get the ball, no shot clock. What a pl- – that – It's under 30, no shot clock. So now they have to foul us. They're going to go for a steal first too as well. So they'll go for a steal for the first five, six, seven, eight-ish seconds. That's fine. And they're going to have to foul us. So all we have to do is make two free throws. I, Andres Feliz and, and I would assume are the reasons why we win games. Yeah, I mean, it, it's crazy. 
Andres Felice just had the biggest play of probably his career at the University of Illinois. And if we win this game of the season up to this point, because this is huge, especially after being on a four-game skid. This he took, he, right just, he ripped that ball from four defenders. Yeah, he's like, hey, this is mine, thank you. Didn't play this hard to, you know, didn't play this hard for 40 minutes to take an L. Hopefully we can hang on. He's he, – no wonder why he was the best Juco player coming out last year. Yeah. I wish we had six more years of this guy. I just really hope we don't lay an egg right here. Andres Feliz, two for seven on the game, 0 for two from three, but he's got seven, seven boards and two assists. That man's got seven rebounds. He's five foot ten. The old Marcus Stroman height doesn't measure heart. <laughs> Isn't that tattooed on his arm? Yeah. HDMH. I, I'm still in the timeout. I don't know where you're at. I am too. Okay. Well, that's because this should be a media timeout and it should be a four minute. Right. And they're not, they're doing this live all access. uh, Yeah. Oh man, I can't, I can't stand it. Hearts racing. I can't stand this broadcast, let alone the game. I'm, I'm liking some of these. I'm going to keep trashing this broadcast. I'm sorry. I like some of these tweets coming out. <laughs> In oh. Iowa, we trust. <laughs> that's a good one. That that's a quality tweet there. I mean, what more can Io do? Nothing. <laughs> But he, he proves what more he can do day in and day out. I mean, once he got 27? Yeah. 22. 22. I don't know where I got 27 from. No, oh, wow. This is crazy. Oh, get there. What happened? What happened? What happened? Let's what happened? go, baby. Let's go. Oh, my goodness. Give him POI right now. (laughs) Give it to him now. After this game. Do you see it? Not yet. Flea's got the ball. Uh, He's handed it off dial. Oh, you're about to see it then. Hello. Should have been an one. Should have been an and one. Don't foul. Don't foul. It gets better, my friend. Oh, there we go. Get get back on the other end, make these free throws, Trent, even though they really don't matter. But this is just huge. This this is a top ten team going down. Iowa's got twenty four points coming off of a bum knee. I he just doesn't quit. 
Big Ten Player of the Year. I mean, who else? I mean, I guess stats wise, Cassius Winston. Yeah, stats wise, you got to think of Winston. You got to probably Luka Garza, Cowan. Yeah, Cowan, Jalen Smith on that squad too. Yeah, I mean they got <laughs> two. When you when you and think they, about it, there's Garza, a lot. Luca Garza's had some monster nights. So this is another top ten team that they're knocking off on the road. I can't, oh, I can't believe I'm watching this right now. This without Io, this is not a, having a very good night. Trent has not had a good game in two weeks, shooting-wise. Desperation, baby. Are they Let's chucking? Let's go. Let's go. Get off me. <laughs> Happy Valley. We'll see ya. Hashtag roadkill. Underwood's like trying not to go absolutely crazy right now. Trying to keep that composure. You gotta love it out of a veteran coach. Oh, I love it. Huge. 17 and 9. My mom just texted me. She's listening on the radio on her way home. She says Happy Valley for Illinois tonight, not Penn State. (laughs) Absolutely. Love it. You're going to hear me typing for a little bit. So I'm sorry. No, you're good. Nine and six in the Big Ten. I got to get this uh, up on the on the blog while we're Huge still win. while we're still breaking stuff down. Don't forget anybody that's listening to the uh, live reaction here. Illinois just uh, took down Penn State and Happy Valley. To uh, read the blogs that are posted daily onto the WPXN website. Man, first road win against the top 10 team since 2012 for the Illini. Oh, this is why I love podcasting because we can do stuff like this. We're super unprofessional for radio. Oh, absolutely. Gives you a little more, uh, gives you a little more freedom. Huge win. Was sixty one, sixty two, sixty two. Yeah, that's right. I didn't even check the final score. That's how excited I was. That's what I'm saying. 
I'm gonna shout you out in this. Two biggest contributors. Tonight, Ion Feliz. I mean, you can't forget about the big guy. I mean, you know, he got some pretty big rebounds. Didn't score a ton, which is all right. Over in protector. Another good game on Fox Sports tonight. Oh, Creighton and Marquette. Yeah, uh, I saw that that game was tonight. One that I'm really excited for, though, outside of that, is uh, uh, the matchup. It's going to be in Waco against uh, Baylor and uh, Kansas on Saturday. Big one. Going to see who the best squad in that league is. Aaron Judge says the Astros should be stripped of their 2017 World Series title. Oh, really? Yeah. Stripped of an MVP. I mean, he didn't say that, but. Did you see what Carlos Carrera said? No, what did he say? Oh, about, about Cody Bellinger? Yeah. Yeah, I did w- see What a doofus. <laughs> yeah, why are you even saying anything? And not only that, to say that Cody Bellinger's uneducated? <laughs> yeah. uh, you don't have to be a brain surgeon to understand that uh, you and your squad basically broke every, like, moral in the history of baseball outside of the steroid era. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to understand that. Absolutely not. I mean, figure it out, man. I wish all them guys in the Astros would just be quiet. They have nothing to say. Just, yeah, just just at this point. If I were them, I would be avoiding the media. Yes. Are you kidding me? At this point, if you're the Astros, you have no business speaking to anybody other than maybe your teammates. Right. I'm almost done. Oh, you're good. Don't worry about it. Walk into Happy Valley. You get a player of the year performance from your guy who sat out the last game. He makes another... Huge shot, under 30 seconds to put his team up four. I mean, what? I mean, what more? What more do you want from a guy? A guy that potentially his season would have been over. That's pretty, uh, pretty fortunate for us, I'd say. <laughs> Yeah. 
that's up. I'll have more on that tomorrow, but that'll do for now. I wonder where that puts us next week. Well, we don't. If we get to 22 again or 23, if we take care of business the rest of the week, I should say. We don't play again till Monday. Right. So, so that's that, our only game. And it's a win over a top 10 opponent. And the reason why Penn State On climbed their so home high. Floor. Right. And the reason why Penn State climbed to number nine was because they had, I think, like eight of the top 25 lost this past weekend on Saturday. Yeah. So, I mean, that obviously shot them way up. Mm-hmm. Illinois, 32 points in the paint. That's big. So we've proved we can do it. Over half we've, our points were in the paint. We've proved that we cannot shoot well from three and still win. That's just old school basketball. Yeah. I I don't know. I, I This win, to keep it from going to, what, five straight? That, uh... I don't even know how to describe it. Let's see. One, one, two, three, four. Yeah, to keep it from going to five straight, you get a win over top ten team in Penn State. You shut down Lamar Stevens. He's virtually silent. And you go to Happy Valley and win by almost double digits. Oh, they, they better have this on a delay. Underwood in the locker room. I know, right? Hopefully they, uh, hopefully they uh, went over what he was saying. Yeah, no kidding. I gotta rewind and watch this. I will too. We're gonna watch this post game. See what he has to say and everything. I'll, uh, I'm gonna listen to that post game, which will get underway here in about what twenty minutes or so. Takes a while. But yeah, once again, live reaction podcast. So we haven't done one of these in a while. Illinois victorious, 62, or yeah, 62. Yep. <clears throat> 56 over Penn State. Good win. Don't extend a streak to five. And snap an eight for them, right? And snap an eight-game win streak. And you beat a top-ten opponent on their home floor. Yeah, and you hold a potential Big Ten player of the year and Stevens to under 15, I think. You might add 15, maybe. Yep. Io DeSumo's back better than ever. Illinois are now 9-6 and six in the Big Ten, tied with three other teams. That's what I'm talking about. We're going to give ourselves a chance. That's all you can do. That's going to do it for uh, Jay and I today. We'll be back hopefully sometime this week. Not sure, though, uh, with some of Jay and I's schedule. Pretty busy around school right now, but uh, we'll, we'll try to get you another episode this week if we can. Got a lot to talk about in the baseball world. Got some things on the XFL we'll save for another episode. But uh, that's going to do it for Jay and I today. Jay, we'll talk to you later. Thanks for having me. As always.